Soul Recovery is not just this podcast. It is a community. And each month on the first Monday, we get together on Zoom to support each other. I give a topic, then we break into small groups. It's a powerful way to be seen and witnessed and heard and supported through your own soul recovery journey. This is free to attend and open to everyone. Go to the website to register. The next one is May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, in June on the 8th and 9th is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first overcome our internal self by focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. This podcast offers inspiration, strength, and hope through the tools of recovery, spirituality, and positive psychology. I started recoveryoursoul.net after having profound changes in my life in my recovery from alcoholism and control addiction. I was guided to share these tools with others through this podcast and personal coaching. Personal recovery does not need an addiction to use the tools and principles to better our lives and transform just the desire to make positive changes and grow. As an ordained minister, I continue to study and deepen my relationship with the spiritual principles that have brought me peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. I know that together we can do the work that will recover your soul. Welcome back to Recover Your Soul. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode today. If you're new to us, welcome to the community. And if you're coming back again, I just say thank you for being part of this journey and trusting me to be in your life. It really is such an exceptional, exceptional idea that we are all in this together and that we are continuing to work on ourselves to have happier, healthier lives. I recently did an episode on the law of attraction. It's such a big piece of my life right now because I'm getting clearer and clearer about what I put out there and the energy that I put out and what my thoughts are that they are going to attract to me a happier and healthier life. And so I wanted to kind of dig a deeper dive into that. And as always, I'm using so much of what's happening in my own life for my transformation, just because that's all I really have to reference. I can reference other people's lives and experiences, but as we know, we are each so unique and different, and each person's story is so uniquely their own. And what works for one person might not necessarily be the big answer that works for the next person. And so, as I'm always saying, take what works for you and leave the rest. But I know that these principles and these practices do have an overarching help for everyone in your each unique and your own ways. So the law of attraction to me is so profound because when I was in the depths of feeling like my whole world was not what I wanted and I was discouraged and irritated and frustrated 
And a lot of the time unhappy. And those moments where there was happiness, I just didn't even know how to hold on to it. And so now on this other side of things, where I continue to bring that focus back to myself, I'm so open to all these new ways to explore how to have a happier, healthier life. How are I, how am I going to use these tools on a regular daily basis to continue to shed those layers of my onion that were so wrapped tight in frustration? And as I shed those layers, I'm finding inside is this soft, tender, gentle self, this really open, tender self. But this tender self also has a strength in it. It also has a a courageousness to be able to handle the hardships of life that do actually come. And when I'm in the midst of it, it almost feels like there's something new in me that doesn't have to fight. It doesn't have to battle. It's curious. It's questioning. It's interested in what I'm supposed to learn from it instead of feeling like I have to prove that I'm right over somebody else. So here we are on our spiritual journey. Here we are in soul recovery. And we want this new life. And in the idea of law of attraction, that if you think and feel and believe something that you are actually putting out there, what is going to happen, that you are actually putting out the fishing line with on your lure is what you want. So it can be a lure of yuckiness. And what you're throwing out there is you're going to get a big, yucky, not tasting great fish. Or you want joy and happiness and abundance and a better job and a better relationship. And so you're going to put on the end of that fishing line, that hook, that lure, you're going to be putting that thing that you want and you're throwing it out into the ocean. Well, just like fishing or with a seed in the ground, there's waiting that has to happen. There's this having to let it take its time that the fish aren't right there. That unless you go into a stocked pond, you generally have to have some patience. And that's part of what fishing or farming is, is really tenderly allowing those things to happen, nurturing what's happening. And so when I think about the law of attraction And the different things that I used to do that didn't bring to me what I wanted in the end, one of them is the part where we're always talking about what's not working. In one of the episodes, I talk about stop telling those old stories. Stop laying in what was uncomfortable or unhappy or bad things that happened in your life. Because when you do that, you're bringing yourself back into that sense of who you were then. And that even if things are better now, as soon as you start talking about that, you become that wounded self. And it's really hard to pull yourself out of that. Well, similarly, when you're in a situation where you're currently in a, let's say, a relationship or a career situation or a life situation that currently is not the situation that you want. 
that you have cast out your lure on your fishing pole for a new direction, a new something. You've planted that seed. And while we're waiting for that to germinate, while we're waiting for that fish to start to come, how do you nurture that? How do you have patience in that? Most of us spend a whole lot of time talking about what's not working. Most of us, and this is how I totally was, talk to all of our friends about what is going wrong. Everybody in the world knew what I was pissed at my husband about. Everybody that was my friend heard me over and over and over talk, 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 talking about the things that I didn't like about him or the things that I wanted him to do differently or what I was dissatisfied with or what I thought he could change or what I wanted him to change. If you're in a job situation where something is not going the way that you want it to, and you've thrown that lure out, you have clarity on what you want. You have clarity about the relationship that you want. I wanted a whole, safe, supportive, loving, connected marriage. But that wasn't what I was saying to people. And in work, I want a vivacious, energetic, supportive, fun, spirit-led environment. And whatever that is for you, you have your own paths of what those are. And even though we've sent that out and we're doing our daily meditations and we're, we're working on our path, what sometimes can be the stopper that's keeping those things from coming to us is that we continue to repeat the patterns of ruminating, talking about, obsessing over, sending out the thoughts and the energies of what's not working. Talking to our friends about what's not working. This isn't what I like about my husband. If he had just taken the trash out the other day, man, why can't he take out the trash? He wasn't listening to me at all. He was on his phone. All he does is is on his Instagram whatever those things are, or whatever your complaints are about work. And it isn't that you can't have an awareness of what those things are, because you don't know what you want, unless you know what you don't want. It's really about that rumination that just continuing to attract that energy to you. Because even though you put your seed in the ground for that new expression of the life that you want, When you talk about it constantly, about what's not really working, and all you can talk to people about is what's not really working and how unhappy you are, you just took that seed right out of the ground and put it back into your hand. And you took that fishing line and you're just bobbing it too much and the fish can't get it. You're not being patient. You're not trusting that higher power is working on it for you. You're not bringing yourself to the place where you can connect with what is being so much wanted to be given to you. Because even if it was right there, sometimes we can't see it because we're so caught up in what isn't working. The conversation of the episode with Rich and I talking about what is working was so fun to sit down and talk about because we spent years talking about what wasn't working. Instead of concentrating on what is working, seeing more of what parts are happening, 
seeing more of the good that is coming to us, being more in trust that it is all working out for us, that even those blocks that are coming are part of what we need to move us on the direction that is is leading us to the next best, better thing for us. This or something better still. And if we can let go of the need to be right, let go of the need to be justified, to get people on our side, how often and when we're talking to somebody, not only are we sharing our expression of what's happening to us, our experience of what's happening to us, we want that person to validate our feelings. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, I can't believe that he's talking to you like that. Or how could he not take out the trash? What does he think he is? Doesn't he care about you? And then you're just, you're mixing up this negative energy that is blocking you from your good. It's like a dam that comes and just blocks the water. It's trying to go through. It wants to go through. It wants to run its course, but we stop it. I have really found that when I catch myself starting to want to attach to something that isn't working, I use those steps of acknowledging it, noticing it, just like step one in the 12 steps. Wow, I'm really powerless over this. This really feels unmanageable. This really feels like something I can't control and it makes me feel really uncomfortable. I am not happy about how this feels. Yes, you want to recognize that, but then you don't want to be perpetuating it. And then I go into step two. Do I believe that a power greater than myself can restore me to sanity, can help me to solve this situation, can help me to move forward? Do I believe that? And three, am I willing to hand it over to the care of my higher power? Am I willing to not feel like I have to be the one manipulating it? And when I do those steps, I can let go of it and then move into step four. What is my part? How am I the one who is helping to kind of keep this ball rolling? What is it in me that isn't being satisfied? What is it in me that I can have clarity of, of what I need? We can't relate to other people clearly unless we actually know what's going on with us. That if you're feeling like you're wounded, it may come out as being defensive. And if you can reach in there just a little bit and notice that this is really hitting a chord in yourself that is about past pain, about needing to feel supported, that you really feel hurt in this and that you don't feel valued or seen that maybe that other person can come in from a different perspective and you can share yourself from this other place. Or you can open yourself up to not needing them to value you because you can value yourself. You can let go of the need of somebody else to be the one who is patting you on the back for whatever it is. And as we look at our relationships, so many of our relationships have hope. So many of our relationships are wonderful relationships, but we have gotten bickery and complaining about each other because we're standing on each side of the battleground 
wanting our needs to be met. And the other person is standing on their other side of the battleground, wanting their needs to be met. And all we do is go around and talk to everybody out there about why we're not happy instead of being patient, having clarity of what it is that you need, clarity of what you need inside yourself first, and then clarity of what you would like from your ideal relationship to have a preference. There's a big difference in having a preference of something and then demanding that it is so. Because the preference really says, universe, spirit, higher power, this is my preference. I am really wanting and needing a whole healthy, happy relationship where we see each other, where we connect with each other, where we have fun together, where we laugh. And then that seed is in the ground and you can nurture it by letting go of the dissatisfaction. It is not easy. It is so such a simple concept, but our egos are so powerful and so strong and so demanding of attention that it can be really hard to not do that. Through meditation and through quieting our mind, we can slowly, slowly, slowly start to release that part of us that is so tight, so rigid, so wanting to be fulfilled, so wanting somebody else to give us something that is going to make us feel better. And it's never about settling. It's never about being small. It's never about going back into your box. This is not about somebody saying, oh, I don't have control over the world around me, so I'm just going to put a barbed wire fence around myself and I'm going to be in this box and I'm not going to let anybody hurt me. No, that's not what universe wants for you. That's not what spirit wants for you. You are unlimited. You are incredible. You have so much to give. You are so powerful. You have this innate ability to be you and the light that you have to be you is profound. But we get caught up in in the ruminating about what isn't working, about complaining, about wanting other people to be on board with us, wanting to be right. So I offer you this idea of having clarity about what you do want, knowing what you don't want, but not hanging out in the what you don't want. Envisioning and having an openness for what's coming. And I've talked before about the beauty of journaling or saying the I'm so happy and grateful. I love that tool. And it's a great tool to let go of that piece of ourselves that is holding on to the what's not working and allow ourselves to have the patience and to be nurturing that seed or having that fishing line out just right. That's just bringing on the desire for that fish that you want, that happiness that you want to come. So as you're in a situation that doesn't feel good, you can change it and say, I'm so happy and grateful that we're healing. I'm so happy and grateful that everything is working out just as it should. And I'm so happy and grateful that we feel each other's love. 
that we are moving towards seeing the kindness and the connection and the compassion in each other and letting go of the pain and the hurt from yesterday. When we're talking to friends, instead of talking about what isn't working, share with each other your dreams. But be cautious when you're doing that to not be in a place where you're asking them to validate your dreams either. The people around you sometimes can't latch on to your knowing and starting to believe and starting to have the openness of your potential. So if it's with friends that used to be the friends with you that used to nitpick and gossip and be pissed together, you might have to start small. You might have to just say, yeah, I'm not really letting that get to me anymore. How are things going for you? What's working for you? Tell me something that's happening great in your life right now. And again, it's not about denying the what is. It's about not holding on to it. If our lives are what we think and feel and believe that they are, we want to start really, really letting those thoughts have power in our lives of direction that we want to be moving. Are we thinking and feeling and believing in the direction of a happier and healthier life? We can. We can. I encourage you to let go of the need to really sit in what's not working. And allow yourself to be moving one step closer every single day to a happier, healthier life. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode offered you some tools and guidance and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. If you'd like some support and encouragement with your soul recovery, book a coaching session with me. When you are ready for change, it's amazing what can be done in just a few sessions with some support. There's never any long-term commitment. This is your personal journey, and I'm just here to be a guide and assist you in connecting with your fullest and happiest self. Go to the website, recoveryoursoul.net, and there you can find out more about me, book your coaching or spiritual counseling session, subscribe to receive our email updates, listen to some of my music. I have some originals and I've had various bands over the years. You can also read the blog that includes stories and insights from the Recover Your Soul community. I want to thank you for supporting the production of this podcast. Every single donation makes such a big difference and you can donate on the homepage of the website. Also by following, subscribing, reviewing this podcast on your favorite platform, you're helping to spread the recover your soul message. I hope that you'll follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and even join the private Facebook group and become part of our transformation community. Share who you are, share where you're from, share your story. Let's all connect. Until next time, namaste. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.